0: Dear Stranger and Friend, episode 34, another hour of me trying to be better to the people in my life. Now, let's get into it. Oh, man, that was weird. Hey, everybody, it's me, your beautiful, wonderful,
1: handsome,
0: podcast, masked, bad, Paul, host, And I am so glad you're here with me on this February morning, evening, or afternoon, whenever you're listening to this, because it is so cold up in here in New York. So cold. But you are fanning the flames of my heart, and my internal body temperature is through the roof. Maybe because I'm getting really sick, or maybe because you love me so, so much, and I would go with the latter. This is Dear Stranger and Friend, the podcast where one guy is trying to be better to the people in his life, and that one guy is me, and that life is mine, obviously. And if you don't remember, I'm gonna remind you, Max and I went on a cross-country road trip last fall, where we made new friends, met up with some old ones, and recorded episodes all along the way, and this episode is particularly important because it marks the time we made it to Florida. And oh my gosh, how much do I love Florida when it's cold in New York? Nine hundred million percent. And that's a real number because I just said it. And Everything I say is real and true. Now let's get into this. We were in Jacksonville. That was our first stop in Florida where I made the biggest mistake of my life which was getting into a mosh pit at um, the old age of almost 30 thinking I was in almost 20 and I got hit so hard oh I got hit so hard felt my ribs crack in two places but it didn't really crack it was just a little bruised so this was the fifth day in and I was hit with that hard body karate and I could not move every morning but I made it through of course Paulie always makes it through never forget never forget that I always make it. Then the next morning in Jacksonville, a couple of our friends met up with us because they were on a road trip of their own just happy to coincide with ours. And oh my God, what a beautiful day. What a beautiful day that was. We went to the beach, we smoked cigarettes, we drank some beers, and we enjoyed that sun. We got a tan in, we got that swerve in. Ooh, it was a beautiful day. It was a beautiful, beautiful day. After that, I went to go visit some family, my grandfather and my cousin, Sarah, who is this week's guest. And she said something to me while we were all hanging out on the bus. My grandfather was not on the bus. It was just me, Sarah, and Max. And she said, you know, you know, we haven't been in each other's lives until now. A lifetime has passed and now we are friends. And Max said, that, that would be a good episode. So we decided after I got back to New York to link up and have a nice conversation where we kind of get to know each other. We talk about our family, and we talk about each other's personalities. We get to know each other. We get to know that life we missed out on, making up for lost time. And I loved it. I loved it. Keep your family close. Tell them you love them. Right now, stop this podcast. Call your mom. Say, I love you, mom, or your dad, or whoever. Just call somebody. Tell them you love them. It doesn't really matter. But I'm going to stop rambling right now. And we're going to get into that episode.
1: Yo, what's up? What's
2: up?
0: What up, what up, what up? Sorry, my camera's real blurry these days. I don't know what that's about.
2: It's okay, you still look beautiful. (laughs) Thanks. You want to know something really creepy that just happened to me?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we'll, yeah. This is going to be a part of the thing, but go
1: for it.
2: Oh, okay. Um, I'm in my porch, and like 20 minutes ago, I was out here playing my ukulele, and somebody calls me, and I answer, and it's an electric guitar playing what I'm playing.
0: Oh. Like calls you on the phone?
2: Yes. And I'm really really creeped out.
0: It's a ghost.
2: Honestly?
0: It's not a ghost. I don't believe in ghosts.
2: I believe in ghosts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Sorry.
2: It's fine. I think I have a stalker. I might have to kill myself.
0: No, no. Don't say that. <laughs> um, can you hear me all right? Yeah. Cool. Uh, so let's get into it. I um I usually start these that's still going to be in there, though, that weird story about the ghost following okay, you. That's fine. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. Uh, but I usually start these with how we know each other, but we're cousins.
1: Yep.
0: So we've known each other. This is a weird... I could say we've known each other our whole lives, or I could, you know... Well, I've but known that's, you my whole life. Yeah. And um, you said something really interesting to me and Max when we came down to to see you for a hot second, Um that we hadn't really been a part of each other's lives until very recently. And that had me thinking, instead of asking how did we meet, I want to know what your earliest memory of me was, and I will share mine of you.
2: Okay. Yeah. Honestly, I think the last family reunion we had, I think it was in 2012 or 13. Do you Mm -hmm. remember? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hadn't seen you for like seven years before that. So that's my, or honestly, my earliest memory of you.
0: Oh yeah. Because, oh wow. Yeah. That's like, how old were you then?
2: Like 12 or 13.
0: Jesus. I thought you were still like, when you came up here to visit, I thought you were still like 12 or 13. <laughs> I like forgot <laughs> that like time moves forward and yeah, <laughs> cause I'm an idiot. But you're, I'm ten years older than you, right? Yeah. Just about. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I so, just turned 18.
0: So you just turned 18. Yeah. Um, so my earliest memory of you, and this might be a little embarrassing, so I'm sorry.
1: It's okay.
0: But um, I guess it, it was a really long time ago. I remember I had already started skateboarding, so it's not like I was a little kid or anything. Right. So it was after. It was after the the great change in my life from playing golf to skateboarding. <laughs> but, um, I remember we were like out at a restaurant, like the whole family was out at a restaurant and, um, I don't know who got hot chocolate, but someone sitting next to you got hot chocolate and you're like a little baby, like a little toddler.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And, uh, you took a sip of it and you're like, cause you know, when you're a baby, you don't understand like heat. Yeah, But you took, like, a huge sip of it and then spit it all out and was like, this is too hot. <laughs> I don't think you cried or anything, but you just, like, made that, like, that uh face, you know? Yeah. And that's my earliest memory of you. So it was weird. Okay. Um, what's that?
2: <laughs> Spitting out hot chocolate? Yeah. That's funny.
0: And, like, bringing up um, seeing each other, what was it, like, four or five years ago now? No, I actually, or six.
2: I actually think I remember that dinner.
1: Do you?
2: <laughs> I, did you guys put like a bunch of condiments and mix it into like your drinks and like all over the plate?
0: Yeah, we might have because we. I think
2: you guys did that. We were little I'm...
0: ruffians. <laughs> little
2: weirdos. I, I, I remember Eric earlier than you for some reason. Oh, really? Yeah. Because I remember he would always like hang out with Steven. Really? Yeah. I, and I remember we went to New York. Mm hmm. To either Auntie Gina or Auntie Hilda's house. Yeah. But I don't remember you for some reason.
0: (laughs) That's weird. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it could have been that I wasn't there at that time. I wasn't around. Yeah. Yeah, But I don't know. That's strange. Um, But yeah, so uh, you bringing up us seeing each other, I guess. And that's like when I brought my guitar down, right? Like in 2012? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um I'm playing music and all this stuff and I was like, I have no idea what this human is going to look like. Or really? what this Yeah, not like not just look like, but I don't have any idea what this person I'm related to will be like.
2: Yeah, oh. I think go ahead.
0: No, 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 go on, go on.
2: Okay, I think it's interesting because I was always interested in my cousins. Mm-hmm. Like all of on each side but i think because of how different my parents raised me it kind of put a weird divide between like the rest of my family because they didn't know how to treat me i guess or how how to interact with me without like pissing off my parents or something crazy like that and i think like all of the cousins didn't know if we were also similar in belief with my parents
0: yeah like just as I wouldn't say your parents were strict or bad or anything, I just maybe just kind of rigid in their beliefs, um, which isn't a bad thing. But when, um, in my, from my, uh, point of view, that's kind of like a thing where it's like we're young is shit, like, you know, um, and it's just like, I don't want to be, it's before, it's like when, when other people or what other people think still matter, you know, right. like when you're that young, when you're like, at least that lasted for me for a very long time. So I don't know <laughs> about other people, but it's just like it wasn't until like a year or two ago where I was like, ah, I don't give a shit anymore, but Yeah. Um just being a teenager and like in that you know, like when all the teenage shit is happening, it's just like, uh how do I do this? How do I navigate, you know, this right. relationship? Um, being that like the only things that I really know about you in your family is that like uh, your parents beliefs, you know. And of right, course yeah. don't want to get them mad, like love them, no, you know. No.
2: Yeah, no. I love my parents too, but um yeah, I agree.
1: Mm.
2: Yeah. I don't think it's anyone's fault that my family in particular wasn't that cl- or isn't that close with the rest of the family. Mhm. But I think it's just something that happened. I think the only reason that um, I was still in contact with some of my cousins. Honestly, was because I was close to Lola. Because every time they, you know, one of you guys would call, mm-hmm. you know, Lola would want me to talk to you. But other yeah. than that, like, I don't think, you know,
1: yeah, was
2: going on in your your guys's life if it wasn't for them.
0: Yeah, I also, <laughs> I also think um a part of that um which has close to nothing to do with um your your family or the way you're raised is like just the the distance yeah. you know um because like growing up saw a lot of you know the cousins up here like j- just because we we're we're all in the northeast right. um so i guess it was easier in that way and i th- and um this is funny because i think um marie and i talked about this um when i when i was in san antonio right um and it's a that's another thing because like with her too it's never really that close to her and her sister yeah, mostly because of the distance and that's um i think that's a big part of it too yeah uh, yeah i th- also one of the things i did want to bring up because i started talking about it a, a little bit ago when i brought um when we first like actually met i would say or not met, but like saw each other as When I to New York? Oh no, before that. Like when I oh, when okay. I came down, yeah. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. Yeah. I didn't
2: uh, know which which one you were talking about.
0: Yeah. Um I that was really cool in a weird way. It was just like like I was saying earlier, like I didn't know what to expect. And like um even back then I was still I feel like I was still like a little uptight uh as a human person mm-hmm. um
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: but it was cool to like see the three of you guys just as like not kids you know what i mean yeah like even though you're 12 or 13 jesus christ i thought fuck that you were 12 or 13 during that time yeah um hold on real quick i'm just gonna adjust my microphone um it's just the stand sucks so much it like droops down as time goes on and then now i feel like i'm hurting my neck <laughs> but uh yeah as i was saying like it was really cool to see you guys like kind of as adults and um not adults but as people not as like oh this is my kid little kid cousin you know right um <clears throat> which it which is a weird thing now uh man i'm going all over the place i'm sorry but yeah. I was saying I can't believe you're 12 or 13 because I was like sure you were like 15 or something.
2: And I just stayed 15. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That makes it. Honestly I agree. What do you mean? (laughs) No I just think it's funny. Oh that I'm an idiot? You thought I was younger now.
0: Yeah. Um, But yeah because I mean you're and it's weird to say this because I generally don't or at least before we started hanging out and getting close, I never really believed in the idea of someone being mature for their age. You know, I'm like, that's bullshit. Just because <laughs> I'm an asshole, right? right? And then, like everything in my life, when I'm proven wrong, I'm like, oh, right. Yeah, I was wrong and I own up to it. So, but I guess that's a part of it because I thought, you know, um, back then even you were like already in your mid-teens and I was because you kind of had some shit figured out you know what I mean like you had this this energy yeah Yeah. but I don't know I also don't know if I was like nice to you back then
2: (laughs) do you want to hear how I perceived you then yeah I I don't know whenever I I was really um being from where I'm from it's kind of like you don't meet a lot of interesting-looking people or um, a lot of creative people. And from what Lola would always tell me about you, and she'd always encourage me to, like, talk to you, especially for some reason. I think I was telling you that when you were down here. Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I wasn't, you know, she was kind of... kind of figured that we would get along or something. And so when you came down here, I was, you know, I wanted to talk to you, but I also didn't want you to feel like weird and so we were both kind of standoffish yeah and i want you know i was interested in your music and i was interested in like who you were and whatever and eric too Mm -hmm. but it's like the age difference and Mm -hmm. you know it's like i'm supposed to know you and you're like a part of me in a weird way like we share the last name and everything but i don't like know you as a human being yeah i think i was so young i didn't know how to be like you know, I'm really interested in getting to know you,
0: mm-hmm. but you know. Yeah. And, I don't um, know. no, I, f- I, f- I feel the same way. It's cool. It, like it's interesting because it's like, it's that. Cause I felt the same way. It's like, I got to I want to know my family. Like this is important to me. Um, and I'm, I am i would say I'm pretty close with like my mom's side of the family, um, yeah. hanging out with them and talking to them and all that stuff. And again, even though like, again, I'm like, 10 years older than you I still felt too young to know how to move through that thing of like how do I you know I was like first I don't want to come off as like a weird creep old dude (laughs) right like I don't want to feel I don't want to come off as like oh he's an old guy which is a me thing (laughs) and it's just like also we were there for maybe like less than a week it feels like if I remember correctly yeah you
2: guys were only there for like four days or something like everyone was only there for a little while
0: yeah and it's like one of those things where it's like how can we pack in so much in this kind of setting you know like surrounded by family and like um which is cool I'm not saying it's bad but like when you get to know somebody how is it uh how do you do that when it's just like everybody everybody's kind of feeling this way about everybody because we're so far apart in in many ways and yeah. And um, to go on from there, um, I was really excited when I guess you Instagram DM'd me first because we didn't I didn't we didn't have each other's numbers, but you're like, yo, I'm coming up to New York. We should hang out. And this was last summer. And I was like, yeah, that'd be really sick because I can try and set something up where we can have that environment where it's like, yo, me and you just hang out all day. You're going to do the weird shit that I do. Right. I'm sorry if you don't like it, but this is like <laughs> my life, you know? <laughs> like that's that's how I was thinking about it going into it. Um what were you what was like when you were coming to New York or like what what like pressed you to to do that? To like just reach out because that's that takes that takes a lot. Um whether it's family or an even not family to reach out like that um with someone that you, you either knew or used to know, you know?
2: yeah well same with you i like want to know my family and i want to i think i always have and i just have reached the age where i'm like comfortable doing that Mm -hmm. and i had followed you on instagram or whatever and i really liked music and um i just felt like we'd have a lot in common and i didn't see the point in you know knowing this human being exists and we share all these different relatives together It could probably get along, but I'm just not putting in the effort to know this person. Like, that's kind of how I I felt. And I was like, I'm not, you know? Even though it, you know, was out of the blue or, you know, whatever. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: I just felt like I would be wasting time not doing that. Right. That's really. Emily.
0: Yeah, that's really cool. Cause, like, for me, again, it was like like I said about the first time we were hanging out, it's just like, Oh cool. Like we're following each other on Instagram and it's cool and yeah. X, Y, and Z. But also I kind of, I was like, I don't want to be like a weird old, like I'm pushing 30. She's a teenage, <laughs> like, I don't want to be a weird old dude. Be like, yo, let's hang out, you know? Yeah. Cause, yeah. and, and it's, again, it's one of those things where it's like, we didn't know each other, but I'm so psyched that we got to hang. And, um, about all of that stuff, uh, I want to get into it real deep, Um, but I want to know like, so there was that and like what, and then you came to New York, and then for a second I was worried we weren't gonna hang out. Um, Yeah, I guess I'll yeah I'll share my side of the the thing, and then we'll switch. Okay. Um, you just drop me. It's okay. (laughs) Sometimes when I Facetime with people and they drop their phone, I pretend I got hurt. But I don't have the I don't have the energy to do that.
2: Don't have, okay.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I was like, because you came and I was like trying to set up. Um. Because I I'm also bad with dates and numbers and all this, so I wasn't sure when you were coming, and I knew that show was happening. Um, and I wasn't originally going to play it, but like I was just really a little confused, and then I found out that's like the day before you left, and I don't know if you planned anything with um with our aunt and I was just like, uh, I feel like I'm freaking out and you know, that we weren't going to hang, but eventually it worked out. I think one of the things too, and I, this is whatever. It's my podcast. I can say what I want to say. Um, but I felt like before we actually met up to like, um, get lunch and then, you know, you came home with us and then we went, you and I did our thing, uh, hung out and got coffee and all that shit. Uh, like i felt like i was under a lot of scrutiny or like there's a close eye watching me because i was like telling um our aunts like i i got it all taken care of don't worry i got this and this is what's gonna happen and that and like uh this is nothing against her but the way she was asking me questions and in text message and all that stuff yeah was like she it seemed like she wasn't comfortable because she's like, what the fuck? You know what I mean? Because I feel like, speaking of that out of the blue feeling, I feel like me being like, yeah, Sarah, come hitch a ride with me. That was like an out of the blue thing for everybody else. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, I, I I think I agree a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. Because she was, I, I don't know. Because she was asking me a lot of questions and that's fine.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But it might have been just... That, you know, this isn't my child.
1: Mm,
2: mm-hmm. I'm supposed to, You know what I mean? Because I know that she did want me to, like, hang out with you and yeah. stuff. She didn't really understand our plans. And I don't think we under really understood. No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm also very, like, scatterbrained person.
0: Yeah. It's one of those things, like... Uh, but even uh, during the lunch or and afterward it, it seemed like a little bit easier yeah you know i think it, it it wasn't coming from a place of oh who the fuck is paul or like not not like that not like bad shit i, I think it came from a place that was like like what you're saying like just um caring a yeah. lot and uh that sense of worry coming from like that care you know
1: yeah
0: um but uh then we did hang out. How did it, like, was it, we- was it weird at first? Or, like, what were you feeling? Like, what was, you know?
2: I oh. th- Yeah, I mean, it wasn't weird in a bad way. It was just, you know, okay, once again, like, I don't really know this person. And mm-hmm. it wasn't like I didn't trust you because I did. So it wasn't like, a oh, I don't trust this person. It was just like a, you know, where do we start mm-hmm. with conversation and, you know, we talked about music a lot, and then mm. from there, you know, what do we talk about? And we, I think we had some, you know, nice conversations, and you yeah. got a better feel of who I am, and I got a better feel of who you were, and, you know, I mean, even if it was awkward in the beginning, it wasn't, Yeah. you know, it was just like, okay, this is the first time I think in my life I've been alone with Paul, mm-hmm. but, you know, monitoring what we're talking about, or yeah. What,
0: I, um, I had this, I had this weird feeling, um, when we started hanging I was like, and I think, like, what you were saying earlier, it comes from that, like, I know what her parents are like, but I don't know what she's like, but we've had a few, like, text convos where it's like, okay, she's kind of down,
1: <laughs>
0: right? And then I was worried, like, okay, so, and I think, uh, when we went to Nyack and, like, hung out for the day or whatever... Uh-huh before, like, the one last band practice and the show and all that, I think that time was probably when the awkwardness went away.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Because I think, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, um, there's, like, it's, like, uh, we both realized, like, okay, yeah, we could talk to each other about these yeah. things. You know, like, we don't have to, like, you know, um, not walk on eggshells, but, like, be careful about what we say no one's Mm -hmm. judging each other here everyone's cool this is a cool place (laughs) like did you feel that way
2: yeah I I definitely agree
0: yeah Yeah. oh man that was so um we didn't really get to talk too much about this I I mean we did obviously but um again I just want to like so then we did the show we did the thing uh New York I'm gonna say right now is the highlight of New York for you. I'm making that statement. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but
1: You're not wrong. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you met my friends, or basically I, I like to think of them as my extended family because they take care yeah. of me. And um you met all these people I really care about. It was really cool. What What? how did what was that what was like what was that like, you know, like just because I know from being the younger cousin, because I'm, I'm um, one of my cousins who tattoos me a lot is um, like about, we have about the same age gap. And I know when I'm brought in, wh- how I felt when I was brought into like hanging out with the older kids or like my cousin is the older kid and he's bringing me into this world kind of thing. Right. Yeah. Was that like, what was your feelings behind that? Because I know how I used to feel and I just want to see if they're similar.
2: Yeah. Um, well, with the whole, with the age thing, I never in my life really feel, well, past a certain point, because when I was younger, I did, mm-hmm. but like, I don't really feel age difference as much as, I don't, not that I think I should, but I don't, I didn't, wasn't really thinking about age, mm-hmm. I was more about, you know, sorry, there's a plane going by. Oh, it's okay. Okay. Um, more just about, like, the environment that you like put me into was very different than what I'm used to because we don't have things like that here that I'm aware of. And Mm -hmm. your friends were so welcoming and they were so, you know, like nice and they were interested in Mm -hmm. like was, and it was okay if you, you know, went off and did your thing and I went off and did my thing because everyone was so welcoming. And that was like a very different environment for me, especially an environment full of musicians and like people who are there for the music and you know, I thought it was really cool that that is kind of your scene or like, you know, who you're most comfortable with because it was very comfortable for me. And usually I'm not too comfortable in new environments and stuff like that. And I think just us being able to relate with, um, you know, our, mutual love for music or whatever mm-hmm. yeah just, like helped me at least feel more comfortable with you and yeah you know I don't know it was it was a really good experience for me
0: oh I'm glad I'm yeah, glad
2: it really was yeah it's like I don't I don't have that down here
0: yeah I remember I was talking to one of my friends um that day before we had come common- picked you up or went out to lunch yeah and she was like what do you got planned today and I was like um and this is when I still thought you were 15 so I was like my 15 <laughs> year old cousin is coming and like <laughs> um and uh I felt so stupid when you're like I'm 17 dog we're like driving in the car and I'm like oh yeah. god damn it um it's okay but uh yeah, and I want to show her, like, I want to take her to this show, I'm playing this show tonight, so I'm gonna take her, it seems kind of weird, but I kind of just know, it's one of those things, like, and it doesn't even have to be between you and me, but there are, like, times in your life where you know you can do something really fucking cool for somebody else, or you can just, you know you have this cool opportunity to, um, because you know you're already gonna have a good time, or you already know this, um, uh, this thing that you're doing is going to be great anyway. But then there's something that comes up, which was you visiting that made it like even better for the both of us, I think, you know?
2: Yeah. And I thought it was really cool that you were excited to, you know, have me meet your friends and have me see you perform. And I don't know. I was yeah. happy that you were like also inviting
0: yeah, I think, so th- there, there's something about that, and I touched on it a little bit um, for like a half second, um, about how you, like, straight up and were like, yeah, I'm going to reach out, I'm going to reach out, and I'm going to uh, say this, and be nice about this, and that, you know, and I was just like, at the time I was like, whoa, cool, that's cool that she wants to do that, and then before you came, in the text conversations we'd have, yeah. and like, the the planning of the night or the day that we were going to spend together. Like it it was one of those things like shit, man, she's being really cool and being really kind of honest and, um, really open. And it, I guess it's just like, I was just trying to reflect what you were giving to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's yeah. like, that's like something that, um, that, Max and I talked about on the trip, I think, where it's just, like, sometimes people, uh, if you want to get, like, real basic with it. I mean, not basic, but the way I'm going to say it is basic. I know if he were here right now, he'd say it better. But it's, like, people are mirrors sometimes, and they just reflect the energy that you're giving off. Right. And um, sometimes, you know, people take that the wrong way, where it's, like, if you're going to be mad, then everyone's going to be mad at you. Or like You know, like, the negative side, but I, like... I don't think that's necessarily true, but when it's the positive energy that's coming out, like you being like, Oh, let's hang out. I'm interested. Like, I'm like you, you never said I'm genuinely interested in your life. Let me know about it. But just the way you would ask me questions about stuff or the way, you know, um, that we would talk. I was like, you know, what? I should fucking be the same way, dude. Like, <laughs> you know,
2: yeah. I think in my, this is not off topic, but more like just about me and my personal life. If yeah. Right. Yeah. Of but, course, dude. Um, I don't know, in life, especially with human interaction, I kind of, it's like the most important thing in my life, I learn the most from people, that's just how I am, mm-hmm. I don't want to be any more transparent than anybody else, and I don't want to be any less transparent than anybody else, and I want, you know, people to know me, especially my family, because mm-hmm. I think, I, I mean, like, I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but I don't from my experiences with like my other family members, I think that they have a different idea of me than what's real actually true. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, especially with you, because I, I am interested in your life. I think you're a very creative, interesting person. I want to be, I wanted to be, you know, transparent with you. So we can have a relationship further than, Oh, we're having a family reunion Mm -hmm. you know, or not have to, but we're going to see each other.
0: Yeah. It was really funny. That reminds me. Um, It's really funny when, because we got to uh, the house in Florida before you got back from getting gas or something. Yeah. And then um, we were getting our clothes out because we were going to take a shower. And then you hopped out of the car and was like, oh, it's my cousin who only texts me when he's going to see me. (laughs) And I was like, oh, dude, I feel so bad. I got to (laughs) stop doing that. Because I was like, it's true. I know you're like joking, but I was like, damn, I should have. Fucking no it's okay
2: uh, yeah i am I'm, I'm glad you even thought to stop by, you know, to see Lolo and to you know hang out a little bit,
0: yeah it it was it was good, it was cathartic, you could tell like I felt really weird, I was weird about it, um
2: but every but like I don't know if you can cut this out, you don't want this in here, but everyone got to deal with Lola's death as yeah. it was happening, uh-huh. it was like an echo for you that you had to hear later and you had to see after the fact. Yeah. And so I wasn't expecting you to be any other way because I think in in some sense it was harder for you to have to be there and have her just not there.
1: Yeah. And that's... And
2: you know.
0: Yeah. yeah. On that note, sorry to cut you off.
2: No,
1: it's fine.
0: Um, but you were like really fucking cool that day because you saw and you're like i know you're like i know i know how you're feeling it's cool i know it's okay it's all right you know you're just like being very reassuring um and it's uh i still i don't feel bad i mean i feel a little bad i still yeah i still feel bad that um that max was along for that ride but i was really glad that he was there and we had like a long talk about it on the drive uh to delray after that um but, yeah, I I think you're right. That's, like, such a good way to put it. It's, like, an echo of it. thing. It's, like, we up here, like, had this kind of ripple effect of, like, yeah, you know, this is happening. This is going on. This is, you know. Right. And it's, it's never, I don't think, anything that you can really prepare for. No. Right? No. no. Yeah.
2: Um, Especially with somebody as, like, impactful to our family as Lola.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, dude that's I think that's super interesting and cool that she talked about me to you because like I don't have this I have this idea where it's just like and I think it just extends to family and that's like my mom's side too it's just like ah they're not talking about me they know I'm just like fucking futzing around and doing weird stuff like I, it's just like what is there to talk about kind of thing um actually that extends to everybody in my life. It's like, why, why would you even bring me up in a conversation unless like I just walked by? Um, so that's like really, really cool. Was that like something the way I guess, cause you mentioned it, how she, how she said you should talk to me and all mm-hmm. that. Um, was that something that also like drove you to just shoot out that first message?
2: In a way, yeah, because Lola, you know, knew me very well. And she, whenever she knew that I was, you know, writing a lot when you Mm -hmm. were in, where were you, Japan?
0: No, I was in uh, Korea.
2: Korea. When you were in Korea doing that little thing. Mm -hmm. That's when she first started really talking to me about you. Oh, wow. Being like, oh, like you have the same interests, you know. You should reach out to your cousins. And Lola's on some. Lola was on some different level of, like, intuition. You know how she was, and like, you know what? Whenever I came back from my trip from New York, it's one of the first things she asked me is, "Oh, Mm -hmm. did you have fun with your cousin Paul?" Yeah. You know, and like that was you know honest. Like, she started declining more rapidly after I came back from New York. mm Hmm. And even like a month before she was in Tallahassee, we were still talking about what me and you did. And she was oh. so happy to hear that, you know, we were bonding in some type of way. And That's so in, in one way I knew it would make her happy because she always encouraged me. And I also had an, you know, an organic, um, interest. So yeah, it was, it was both.
1: Cool.
0: It's like, because it's funny, um, I, I guess funny is actually the wrong word. It's just it because I would hear the same thing, not from her, though, because I don't know why I, I I mean, I have this memory, but I don't know when it happened, if it was like over the phone or in person. But I remember your dad would be like, yo, you should talk to Sarah or like even my dad would be like, because apparently she's like writing a lot and doing all that. Like, I'm just like, yeah, but I'm fucking old, dude. Like, what <laughs> you know, like that, that thing I was talking yeah. about. It's like, ah, I'm an old guy. Like, what is, what is like, a cool young person going to want to do? <laughs> like, what?
2: <laughs> cool. Yeah. But I don't know. And, like, especially with that, I think a lot of the my other cousins, because I'm so much, there's a huge gap between, like, me and most of my cousins. Besides, like.
0: Do you mean, their... like, age gap or, like.
2: Yeah. Yeah, age gap. And mm-hmm. distance. Okay. Because there was a long period of time where I was the baby of the family yeah and um I don't know whenever I got with my got with the other cousins when he, they were here for Lola's funeral it was like once you look past yes the age is you know a broad difference there's still so many things to relate with mm-hmm. and I think all of us think that I think that I'm like they don't want to talk to me I'm a child mm-hmm. um But, you know, once you forget about the things that are anxious in your head about, oh, like, they don't want to do this and they don't want to talk about this or this is weird, you just find, like, human connection. And that's, you know, what everybody was, you know, looking for. It's what I was looking for in you. I wasn't thinking, oh, like, I put aside, like, oh, I'm young and we're not going to relate because you, you never know.
0: Yeah, exactly. It's really funny. Um, that you brought up like being the baby of the family, because even sometimes I was talking about you with my brother last night because I was talking about the song he sent me and like how good it was and all that stuff. Um, and I'm sorry I shared it with him. I like,
2: no, it's fine. I don't care.
0: Yeah. I just felt like it's one of those things. I'm gonna go on a quick tangent here, which is like a little bit unrelated. But it's one of those things as like, an artist, and I would consider you an artist as well. Like, when you share something with someone, you have to trust them in a way where it's like, this is for you, I'm sharing a piece of like, my being with you. That's what art is, you know? Yeah. Um. So I felt bad being like, go to my brother and be like yo kuya you want to hear this song sir just me? you know what i mean after i listened to it because i didn't ask permission first or whatever
2: well i don't mind at all i really i really don't care
0: okay but he yeah. really liked it too i'll say that um and uh it's one of those things we still like call you like uh my brother's girlfriend was like who is this who what is this song and then he was like, oh, it's our baby cousin. Like, that's our baby cousin. <laughs> but you're 18. You know what I mean? And I think just in conversation, that's how we'll refer to you. But I don't think of you like that anymore, obviously, because we've hung out and done so much and talked yeah. about so much shit. But, like, fuck, I forgot where I was going with that. Because I went on that tangent about being an artist. Man, I'm such a bad host. I shouldn't we're do just
2: talking. We were talking about age and looking past each other's ages
0: oh right yeah so i i yeah i was saying like i think i was trying to say it's kind of funny where like we at least for me and i feel like i'm closer to you now than ever before yeah. um that like uh i i in my head i could still be like yeah it's my baby cousin but i know that's not how i think of you right and i think um i guess when everybody was down there for the funeral it like again it might have been one of those things too where it's like this we're all brought together one for like kind of this horrible tragedy and also we don't have a lot of time to move past that idea of like the gap you know right. it's like how do we treat this person now how do we and um i was saying earlier how you very very much so very uh, more mature for your age than most 18 year olds that I know. And all the 18 year olds I know now are my age. So, I mean, when I was 18, I guess I'm saying it's like, right. cause I don't know any fucking 18 year olds now. Um, but it's like, you, I mean, just thinking about things in a way like you're very self reflective in a cool way where it's just like, um, you love your family and you want to be close to them so you're going to make an effort and you're not going to get stuck on these like mental roadblocks of is it going to be weird you know what I mean because when I was 17 and
2: I'm glad you think that way yeah feel that
0: way and I wanted to ask too um did like does that or did did that experience of reaching out um I don't know how many people how many cousins you reached out to by the way when you're coming up here but did that experience of reaching out and then getting in touch with me and then kind of building this better relationship, um, did that, like, seep into your personal life with your other friends or, like, with other people or, like... um... Do you know what I'm trying to say? I feel
2: like I'm... I I think so. I know with, especially with my friend um, Heather, we're both musicians, and so she was really happy that I... Because I would say, like, oh, my cousin is a musician and I like his music and I wish that we could, you know, do something or I wish I knew him better or whatever. Mm -hmm. And her especially, she was really happy that I finally did that. Mm. Made me, you know, think about my opportunities because of, you know, the show that you brought me to. Made me think about my opportunities here, even though shows like that don't really happen here. You know, what can I do fear that will impact me like that situation did
0: yeah wow.
2: and you know how you know how because I was you know how I you <laughs> made me talk to that guy that was from Orlando
0: yeah I didn't make you but I felt <laughs> like it did pushed, I make you
2: no you pushed me to and I'm glad that you did because yeah okay and I just have I think you caught on to my social anxiety about talking to strangers you know but
0: yeah uh, Can I say real quick, I feel like that's because I felt, uh, I could not see, but maybe feel it like, oh, I feel how she's feeling. Like all of these people are always like, I don't know any of these fucking people. I only know my cousin, the, some people, the, the few people that I do know are like talking to other people, like this kind of weird, like, you know, it's so much is happening, especially in that kind of environment. And I remember sometimes um, when I was in those situations, when I was uh, younger, hanging out with older people, being brought around. And I was like, man, I wish, like, I wanna talk to this person, but I wish someone would just make the introduction for me, even though it sounds like a real baby thing to do, but there's like, it has to do with social anxiety or whatever. So I was just like, you know what? I know these people and they like me. And once they find out that she's my cousin and doesn't see this stuff, they'll do me the favor of like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I could just make it easier. And then anyway, but yeah, so I, I definitely it, knew how you're feeling.
2: Yeah. I'm, I'm really glad that you did though, because like I was saying, like it, it opened my eyes to my, like me making excuses here for myself where mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't have any opportunities here in music. And I, you know, I don't know where the musicians are or whatever, and there's not a scene like this here isn't necessarily true because for a very long time I was naive to that. And I mm-hmm. I really did think, you know, there's nobody else that would want to do this
1: mm-hmm. or,
2: you know, whatever. And I also, it would be cool to give other, like I was saying, give other people experiences like I had there with you.
0: Yeah. And that's, yeah, that's the thing. And that's like the cool thing, I think, about um music in general um especially like in a live setting like that it, yeah. and when you know the people um when you're involved in the community in some kind of way and I wouldn't say I'm like the most involved in the community like I play shows sometimes and I know everybody but I'm not like super fucking cool or anything but when you're involved in that you know what it makes you feel like and you just want to give that to other people it's always like paying it forward kind of thing Right. and in that moment um while we were there, I think that was a big part of it for me, where I was like, yeah, I do want to, because we spent all day talking about music, and you might have mentioned to me for a second, like, maybe when when I was outside smoking a cigarette or something, you're like, man, I wish I could do this, and then that's when it was like, let me just make the introduction, because I know you know how to talk to people it's just that first step sometimes it's hard cuz i know it's hard for me not to say that like i'm making assumptions about you but no
2: i mean like it is i think it is for everybody if you're not you know in an environment you're used to
0: yeah and i i think it's really cool cuz you're super young i mean not super young but you know what i mean like
2: yeah i mean like i'm super young
0: <laughs> i'm yeah i guess so i mean i i i only say that in comparison to me when i started like trying to be a part of something bigger than me which is like just going out to shows and like showing my face and getting to know everybody and and that kind of thing um because I only started doing that maybe two or three years ago or when I got back to New York not two or three years ago but I was like let me kind of you know make it known that I like these people and I like these guys and stop making excuses you know uh that's why I say it's like that you're, you're young, you're doing the things or thinking about things in a way that took me, uh, like longer, <laughs> you know, yeah. I don't know if that's the right way to put it. That sounds yeah.
2: kind of dumb. I mean, yeah.
0: But, um, what are you going to say?
2: I was just, I wasn't, I was just going to say, like, I'm glad that you have that perception of me. Mm. Cause I mean, I don't necessarily think of myself that way. Mm mm-hmm but I try my best to be like a self-reflective person and take my time to know what I, who I want to be Yeah. in this life.
0: And the coolest thing about that too. And like even talking to you now and the way you just like think about things is that I feel like you kind of have this understanding where it's like it could change tomorrow. Like who you want to be could change tomorrow or a week from now or a month from now or a week from or, or a year from now. And it's like, you're okay with that and you're okay with adapting to change because i think a lot of the times there's some kids or at least like me at least yeah no definitely me who was like when i was 18 or 19 i was like this is who i am this is who i'm gonna be and just like sat in that and tried to live up to who i thought i should be when i was 18 or 19 when i was like well into my mid-20s which is kind of like unhealthy because it's like people change they always change everything's changing. Uh, Daily To get really weird and philosophical with it, it's like every time you take a breath, you're different than you were before because it's different air, the cells are different, and all that shit. But, like, I wasn't thinking that way. And sometimes I think, or at least I feel, that you think that way. Would you say
1: that's
2: true? I've never put it in that perspective, but I know that for me, you know, my being if you want to call it an artist or a creative mm-hmm. person that has a big part in my mindset in life, because I mean, I'd be damned if I stayed this way my entire life because yeah. I don't necessarily hate myself for anything negative. It's just that I'd rather set myself in a position where I can change positively while also being okay with the consequences that come before changing positively.
1: Mm-hmm. Cause
2: I mean, I've gone through, a few things in my life and that made me grow up a little bit faster than I necessarily wanted to. Mm. And I think I've noticed that people are really afraid of change because they don't want it to be a negative change. But often, you know, that's what makes the positive. It's like a balance or whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. Sure. I don't know if that that (laughs) answers your question well or not, but.
0: Um no, it definitely no, it definitely does it's cool, like I think you're I think you're right on that um, change is scary for a lot of reasons, and I think most of them is are most of them, most of the reasons are because of what you just said because usually change is uh, when you think of like oh man, a big change is coming, yeah. you think about all the bad things that could happen, like even sure. as basic as like i like you like, oh, I'm moving to a new job, I'm gonna have to deal with new people, or like, oh, I'm gonna be you know, like I think it's natural sometimes for people to think that way for a quick second, but it's good sure. to like I think it's good that you look at it in a way where it's like, oh, um, this is not as bad, you know what I mean like this it like yeah, bad shit is is gonna happen, you kind of weather the storm just to come out the other end, you know, feeling better.
2: That coincides with my, like, idea of uncomfortable situations, I think, are important in your life. They mold you interestingly. And just from my experience, all of the uncomfortable situations I've had, such as, you know, going to New York and going to that, you know, Mm -hmm. show you and being around all new people, always, Have like an interesting effect on me, and whether it's negative or positive, I always try to find a gain in it because I think that is what I don't know molds you.
0: Yeah, it makes you better. It helps you grow.
2: Right. I couldn't find the word I was looking for, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't uh,
0: know. It's um, it's it's cool. I'm glad you keep um, bringing up the show because it reminded me of something that I wanted to say. I remember I asked you, um. How the whole experience of us kind of hanging out after maybe we should just literally say after like not talking our whole lives, you know? Because we, yeah. Um, because in a way, I think it helped me, um, be more open to that kind of thing, to reaching out, you know. Um, and like I know I do this, this podcast. There are people listening to it that are like or maybe there are not people listening to it, but I know it's it, it like the whole thing is like the whole thing is that I, I reach out to people and talk to them, but this is still kind of weird and rough. And like, I didn't like, I didn't reach out to people unless it was for this podcast before. Uh, so now I'm like, just want to build friendships with people and feel okay with um, reaching out to people because You did it with me, and then it, like, blossomed into this cool friendship thing. (laughs) You know? I sound so dumb. I'm sorry.
2: No, it's fine. I'm understanding you perfectly. But, yeah. I And I think it's really cool that you're doing this, like, project that isn't only for, you know, it's not for other people's entertainment necessarily or, uh, you know, for other people. But because you realize that about yourself and you wanted to make, you know, you wanted to reach out to people. I did something similar where mm-hmm. I would talk to. I went. I followed into when I went to New York a little bit, where I would talk to strangers or associates that I didn't know well and ask them like a series of questions, um, depending on their answers. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like people want to talk about themselves and they want to be transparent with other people, but no one's asking them questions. So just the fact that, you know, you want to ask people's, you know, questions and have conversations yeah. with them is like really awesome.
0: Yeah, it's sick. I, I think it's a. Uh, I think what you just said is um, fucking really sick because uh, even without this and if we were just having this conversation over the phone or whatever, it's like that's such a true thing where it's like I think people are really looking for that interaction, whether it's with family or friends or new people or strangers like but not to say that like, you know, because I don't really think about society in a big way um but it's just like in my opinion i feel like no one really wants to ask those questions you know it's just like a quick hey how are you doing and it and like my gut my gut response every time i hear that is like ah i'm great yeah you know because like kind of been molded into that you know you, right. you or that's like the default setting like to be like ah yeah i'm good okay cool see ya and then you walk by um so it's like people aren't really having conversations with each other. And I think that's one of the things I learned on the road because I was still kind of closed off the first couple of days. And then as we made it further and further into the country and, like, going to bars or, like, just in coffee shops and public places, whatever, it's just, like, people really do want to talk. Yeah.
1: yeah. Whether
0: it's about themselves or about something cool. And I feel like there's such a negative um, stigma with, like, talking about yourself. Um, Yeah, yeah. And because it's cool, it's fine to talk about yourself. And uh, I would say ninety percent of the time, the other person is genuinely interested, especially if you don't know each other. Right. You know, it's like, oh, cool. Let's um, let's get to know each other. You can talk about yourself. I'll talk about myself, and then we'll become friends. And then you know, yeah. I don't know. But I, I feel like our our hangout and your visit and all that stuff is just like. Help me reach a point, and the trip as well as the trip, help me reach a point where I can do that without using the podcast as an excuse to talk to somebody, you know? Yeah. Because there are episodes I've done before where I say, like, yeah, I kind of use this as an excuse to, like, just talk to people. But now I feel more comfortable, and I think it started with the way – you'd reach out and the way you reach out, you know, cause sometimes like I'm bad at texting sometimes and like planning this, I almost forgot. <laughs> um, but like, even if we don't talk in a couple of weeks and you're like, yo, what's up, how you doing? You know, that's like a fucking cool thing to do. And I'm like, man, I should be more like that. And it's weird. I don't know if it's weird. You can tell me if it's weird, but you're, you said it multiple times. You're 10 years younger than me, but I look up to you in this weird way because when i was like 10 years ago for me i was like oh i'm not that person like you know like i'm not i it's hard for me to reach out it's hard for me to be genuinely good or like at least try um so i think i guess what i'm trying to say is like i'm i'm thankful that we hung out but yeah not about the music or not about that i'm just it like affected me greatly cuz now we're closer as family and friends whatever and now i feel more comfortable getting out of my little box, you know, like it, it opened my eyes to something that I would think about, but not really do, you know?
2: Well, I'm, I'm glad I made some type of impact on you. <laughs> that's, that's cool. I think it's, it's good. Cause I, I mean like, it wasn't like I wasn't anxious when I was like trying to reach out to you because I honestly expected you to be like, I'm sorry, like I'm busy during mm-hmm. this period of time yeah. And, I mean even though you ended up you know having to do a show you still wanted me there and I remember you telling me like that I'm, you're really glad that I was there and that yeah, because there's a lot of situations especially with family you know no one in particular but you know you feel like am I really welcomed here you know like you, not a lot of people give you that reassurance and like you definitely gave me that reassurance which was really cool yeah which made the experience better for you know me and made me Mm. feel more comfortable and everything
0: yeah it was one of those it was one of those things like I I said this earlier sorry to like repeat myself but it's one of those things where it's like man I have the chance to do this you know and like I told you what that this is is like to connect with you in a way because we've talked about how we've talked about music like a little bit before we hung out and and then I remember, like I was saying, your dad and my dad was like, you guys should really, you know, talk and get close and all this. And I was like, man, I have the chance to do it. Um, I'm doing this really cool thing. And I think it would be lame if I was like, no, I can't hang out because I have to do that. It would be cooler if I was like, yo, just fuck cum. like, No, it you just know,
2: was, yeah. It
0: would be cooler to share, like, I guess, and I said this too, but I guess I'll just um, expand on it. I know I'm getting a little repetitive here, but it's it's like we're going to get to know each other. How can I uh, make that process faster or expedite that? Yeah. Oh, I'm playing a show this day. Just come see like, see what I do. Yeah. And then I don't have to explain stuff. Like you'll get an understanding of me just through, through watching or, right. you know, not watching the show, but like meeting my friends and seeing like the kinds of environments I hang out with, the types of people I hang out with. All those things I thought it was like a really cool uh way to be a good cousin it was. <laughs> or like or like just to let what? just to let us know each other,
2: yeah. yeah and I think like in life like you only have your arms reach and that's all you have until somebody reaches out theirs and
0: whoa, that's a fucking really cool thing you just okay. said by the way, okay. I'm into it, yeah,
2: <laughs> okay, you know, but you know what I mean like and we yeah. both, you know we both made way and that's why you know we were able to become closer and we were able to you know keep in touch with each other even though you know even if it's not talking every day I really don't care about that by the way it was yeah when I, when I got it on. No no
0: I know I like that joke I, that's why I brought it up I wanted to yeah
2: Um, but yeah I mean that's what everybody wants from the people that they're interested in getting to know is just like an arm's reach and we were both offering it to each other and you know, obviously has been successful because I think you're a really interesting person Yeah. and yeah.
0: It's cool. I was talking, um, we're getting close to an hour, but I want to make this point real quick, um, before we move on to the next thing. Uh, but, uh, I was talking, I remember cause I, I had such a great time and I was talking to Max and the rest of my family, my mom, my dad, my brother about it. Like, it was like, oh, man, we hung out, and it felt really weird because it felt like, felt like, oh, man, she feels like a sister I never had, like a younger sister I never had. Yeah. You know, like, let me show you this cool stuff. Let me, like, and this might sound fucked up. Hopefully, you don't take it the wrong way, but I'm kind of glad our friendship started the way it did or, like, our relationship got closer the way it did. Yeah, me too. Because, like we're both adults now and I don't have to, you know what I mean? I could be like, and you could tell me like adult stuff. like we could just talk about like, I don't have to be like, no, you can't do that. Or I don't have to like, look out for you. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. And like you mentioned
0: it earlier where it's like, you were going off doing your own thing. I was going off doing my thing because my friends are inviting and all that stuff. And like, when you did that, I was like, cool. Like, I know she's safe. She's with safe people. She's cool. As long as like, you know, she's not feeling like anxious about stuff which we already talked about. But yeah, I'm really glad that this is how our friendship is going or like how, how our relationship is getting stronger, you know, as opposed yeah. to like, dude, I don't know, like if I don't know what our relationship would be like if you lived up here the whole time, you know, I don't know if we'd be like yeah. <laughs> this close, which it's, it sounds kind of fucked up. But like, we're making something of it and like making up for lost time. But It doesn't feel like lost time. It feels like it's starting now, you know?
2: Yeah. No, I agree. And I think that it was a good part of my life to reach out to you and, you know, I've tried to, you know, reach out to my other cousins and stuff because I think that, like, I'm established within myself enough to not, you know, like you were saying, like, get over the little roadblocks that people have in, Mm -hmm. you know, getting to know people. And so, yeah, I agree.
0: Yeah. That's that's really cool. So sorry I sounded like I didn't care just then. That sounded really sarcastic. Um I just want to get to the hour thing. So um you've listened to some before, but so you should know at the end of the hour or at every hour um I like to ask the guest to ask me anything they want and I'll literally answer I'll I'll answer anything within reason. But most of the time like it's um I'm 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 pretty open, I'm pretty open about it. Um, and we could keep talking afterwards if you still want to talk for another like fifteen thirty, or however long. But <laughs> it's an hour. We've made it. Um, we have an episode. I think it's going well. So you can ask me whatever you want.
2: All right. What should I ask you? To ask you two questions?
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: All right. How do you feel about your life so far? And what do you? think was the most impactful thing that happened to you to bring you where you are now
0: oh my god yo that's heavy dog that's like one question is that both questions or is that uh, yeah one? that
2: was like a, a mix of both because you can just kind of
0: oh okay um that's really cool that's a cool question that's a cool question it's about to get a little heavy here but mm-hmm. it's okay um because i'm moving forward and i think talking about it helps um so I guess it's January. So this time last year, I was, like, I guess at rock bottom mentally. Mm -hmm. Um, My depression was at its worst. I was super anxious all the time. I was feeling, like, fucked up about everything. I think my hair was blonde. Like, I dyed it over the last summer, Mm -hmm. the summer prior to that. And then I, like, went crazy one day and just, like, cut all my hair off but not, like, buzzed it. I had to eventually, but I just like cut it off with scissors and it hurt and I was going crazy (laughs) and like really wanting to like harm myself and end my life and be like, fuck everything. I can't like keep going like this. I had like a very different mentality of like, I had a very different idea of what my value was as a person. You know, I looked at myself as like, uh, I'm unemployed, so I'm not a valuable person in society. Oh, I'm doing like a lot of drugs almost every day, so I'm just kind of not a valuable person to other people. I drink too much, so I'm kind of like a weird drunk. And I was just like piling all this shit on. And I really hated myself for it. Um, but so a couple things that helped me move out of that. Um, a lot of things actually. Man, I'm gonna fucking talk a lot, dude. I'm sorry.
2: No, I like it. I <laughs> that's why yeah. I those questions.
0: Um. So one of my very close friends who I wanted to be on the podcast, I've known him since I was nine, but he was like, nah, I don't want to do the podcast, but we can be friends though. And I was like, okay, that's cool. So we started hanging out a lot and we would drink almost every weekend because he used to live like right next door. And, um, you know, I would vent to him about all like my mental health stuff, um, and like all of my issues. And when I was feeling at my worst, I'd call him and he'd be like, yeah, I could come over. We could play video games and it would bring me out of it and he didn't know at the time that's why I was calling him um but he went on a trip um he's Chinese so he went on a trip back to China um for like his own personal reasons and I made a joke like who am I supposed to talk to now and then he goes oh I know a place because he has some of the he has some we don't have the same mental illness but he has like similar um similar issues Mm -hmm. um but uh he's like i know this place you can go and i was like oh okay so it's kind of like a support group and then i started going to that and because of him you know Mm -hmm. uh and that helped me a lot and then um talking about just like two seconds ago how i was like all those things that was that were that were weighing on me like the drinking and the drugs and stuff so I started going to um AA and NA also, Narcotics Anonymous, if you didn't know. Yeah. Because um, I didn't I didn't know that existed. Um and I'm like an old man and I feel dumb. But like uh yeah, so I didn't know those things existed and I started going to those almost every week for like three hours, like on the same day and just talking and letting it all out. And I think I was like sober for a couple of months. I stopped drinking. Cause I was like, I need to really cleanse and give myself like not a couple of months. It feels like a long time. Cause there were times where I'd hang out with my friends and they're like, you're still sober. And I'm like, yeah, I feel like I should keep this going. So then he'd be like, cool man, let's just get water or whatever. You can have a soda. I'm going to get drunk. I'm like, that's cool. And I, and and it's like those friends that I really enjoyed um, having around because they understood where I was coming from without judging me. Uh, So, one of the things is, is that going to those meetings, kind of just letting it all out, talking about it and not feeling judged, um, in a space where I knew I wouldn't feel judged helped me so much. Another thing, and this is crazy. I wish he was here so he could hear it, but it's Matt, it's Max and his girlfriend, Carly, who's, um, just on the episode that came out, uh, Because I I met them around that time, around March, or I met up, not met Max, but I've known Max for a while, but I met Carly around that March time. Um, If you listen to the episode that just came out yesterday, you'll hear all about it. Uh, But, um, so I met them, and then uh, it was really cool to, like, have people, especially Max, because... When I was going through all my stuff this time last year, he's the only one who ever reached out to me. Like I would put up a crazy like Facebook status, like Mm -hmm. one that's like, holy shit, like this dude's going to kill himself. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And then he, I would remember, I remember him texting me being like, yo, you want to talk? Just text. I won't, you don't have to call. And then he's like one of the first and only people. There's two people who did, but he's one of the people that fucking did it religiously. And I'm like, so thankful for him. Uh, because of that yeah um and then there was one moment over the summer before you had came and visited they wanted me to go to the beach with them or something right and Mm -hmm. I was like it was like in June and I was like uh I don't want to and I was still I was still like my I was still feeling pretty pretty down this was a huge turning point for me I was feeling super down super upset um again like just the same way I was talking about feeling like yeah just ended soon like I'm fucking done, you know, like, I thought another six months would make me feel better, but it didn't, that kind of thing, Mm -hmm. and then they wanted me to go to the beach with them, and I was like, dude, I don't have a car right now, Um, I can't get to you, I can't use the car, I can't get dropped off, like, whatever, I'm sorry, and I guess they were really bummed about it, Um, they didn't know that that's how I was feeling, by the way, at the time, Mm -hmm um but then I got a call right after I got off the phone with them I got they called me right back and Carly was like I'll never forget this Carly was like oh there's an uber coming to pick you up right now so just get a towel shorts and a change of clothes because we're going to the beach we're gonna hang out (laughs) and I was like okay cool what are you serious and I was like I thought she was saying like she's gonna get it after we get off the phone But she was like, no, it's already coming. And, you know, I'm freaking out because I'm like, are you serious? You don't have to do that. That's crazy. Blah, 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 blah. And then before we hung up, Carly was like, and we've maybe, like, this was maybe the second or third time we had hung out or talked to each other. Uh And she was like, this is what happens when people love you. Get used to it. And, like, I almost started crying immediately because I've never, I'd never heard that sentence said to me, you know? Yeah. Or, like, not not saying like I don't hear people say I love you like of course I tell my parents I love them and they're like yeah I love you too but that's like a weird family thing like yeah. you don't really think about it it's like it's like one of those things I was saying before where it's like hey how are you doing good you know it's like oh I love you ma yeah I love you too like you know what I mean it's one of those so this was one of the first times I heard it from a friend um and someone I consider now like a very very close friend um but that was one of them and that whole day <laughs> was pretty amazing I couldn't believe that I was just like on this journey and I've told Max about it I was just like dude we like watched the sunset on the bus and like I started crying because I was like I can't believe I wanted to like end it all you know yeah because if I did I wouldn't be here with these people who uh genuinely kind of care about me even though some of them are just meeting me like it's really weird it was a really whirlwind experience so so that's um one of the things that helped change me um again like what this whole episode has been about basically how you reach out to me and the, the trip a little bit going and seeing other people and realizing how important and you've said that you've said this more than i have um, over the past hour but how important human interaction is you know okay. how important like how people really crave that but sometimes like we're talking about there are the the mental roadblocks that don't let you go through with it you know yeah or not don't let you but it makes you think too much you overthink so i think the trip definitely um All of those things combined, um, having, I think I was telling you on the phone earlier about last night at Max's birthday show, Um, I was looking, there's my brother, there's Erica, there's Max, there's Carly. And I got so happy in that moment because I was like, these are, this is my family. These are the people who like genuinely kind of care about me and I know it and I don't have to question it. You know how sometimes if you're feeling low, you're like, does that person even really like me? Am I allowed to, you know, like those weird things? Like I don't have that with them. And it's just like, fuck. Like, and I don't have that with like my very close friends. I wouldn't say I have a lot of friends, but like there are a couple of other people where I know it's just like, yeah, whoa. And to go back on the thing, I know I'm jumping around here, to go back on Carly saying, this is what happens when people love you. I think from that point on, I made it a point to tell my friends I love them, to say I love you, like those words to my friends. Like Even when I get off the phone with Max now, I'm like, I love you, man. He's like, yeah, I love you too. And we know we, can't, we mean it. We know... It, it, It's really weird, too, because I feel like sometimes a lot of people are just trapped up in relationship talk and, like, I love you is like a relationship Mm -hmm. kind of talk. You're dating somebody, you tell them you love them, that kind of thing. Or you tell your family, but, like, your friends, maybe you don't say that often enough to Or at least I didn't, Mm -hmm. and I never heard it. So I was like, let me be the person that says that and not give a fuck about how I sound because I really do love these people when it comes down to it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And um, I think I answered the second part of that question first. So sorry about that.
1: It's okay.
0: Uh, But where am I, where I'm at now? I feel, so I've been listening to this band, um, this Australian band called the Hard Aches. And they have a song. I don't remember what it's called. But I think the lyrics are, um, I planned to be dead and buried by my mid to late twenties, but I guess not because I feel better than I thought I could. I feel even better than I thought I would. And that's how I feel right now.
2: That's how you feel. That's a, I think yeah. I also agree that that's pretty like what you just described to me. It seems like you would have written that song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. So I got bummed when I heard it. Cause I was like, damn dude, that's me. That's not fair. Uh, but I'm glad I get to listen to it instead of it yeah. be my song. But that that's that's really how I feel. And there's something, um, I keep saying it's the trip. It's not really the trip. It's like a culmination of all the things I just listed where it's just like, what's most important to me, of course, is like doing cool things, playing music, whatever. But that's like very, that's like bottom level priority. Right. Um, but my, but I think, the one thing that has really helped me and makes me feel good every single day is thinking about just the moment, like right now, you know? Yeah. Because you, I would never thought, I just tried to fix my glasses, and I'm not <laughs> wearing glasses, I'm an idiot. I don't know where my glasses are, jeez. Um, but uh, I can't believe I just admitted that. No one could <laughs> see it, right? But no, then I just I admitted it. it like an <laughs> d- idiot. But, um. It's one of those things. Fuck, I don't know what I'm saying because I feel so stupid now.
2: Don't feel stupid.
0: No, I just like scatterbrained. You know what I mean. I feel silly. Oh yeah, being in the moment, right? It's one of those things where it's like, um, and one of your lyrics says this, where you say, "I can't unlive my past," which I think is a really cool lyric.
1: Thanks.
0: Sorry to just sorry to just <laughs> drop it. No, on the recording. Yeah. Um, um, because that's a true statement. And also, I guess, with the rest of the song, it's like, that's just what it was. And now I'm here, and let's move forward, you know? Mm-hmm. And then and with that, I used to I used to spend a lot of my time thinking about who I used to be and thinking, damn, like, four or five years ago, I had the best friends or, like, I was doing cooler things four or five years ago. And I got so caught up in thinking about the past, I couldn't see anything now. And then when I stopped doing that, I thought about what my future would be like and it's just like I can't even see it like will I be doing this I don't know like and that would make me feel fucking weird too so going on the trip all these things I listed I realized the only thing I really have control of is right is now it's like right now this conversation that we're having like oh my goodness like being opening up to you like I have the power to like you know not power but we both have the power to open up to each other whether we're we're doing a podcast or not doing a podcast. We have like right now is the moment like that I would look forward to the most, which sounds weird because you can't look forward to the present. It's just happening. I'm just trying to soak it all in.
2: It's it's interesting. Sorry. I know that I was, (laughs) I'm supposed to, but it's just, that's kind of a realization that I made um, my senior year of high school because especially in high school, you're so pressured to figure out college so you can figure out your career and everything. And it Mm -hmm. was like, you don't realize that the future is irrelevant and doesn't exist past this moment. Now yeah. it doesn't, it yeah. doesn't nothing. It's not set in stone yet because it's all according to what you do now. And it doesn't really necessarily matter because when the future is happening, it's a present. So yeah, yeah, exactly. So it's like yeah. I, I, you know, you grow up being forced to think about your future so you'll be successful. But mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't really matter that much.
0: Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I think that's the best way to put it, that um, it's just irrelevant.
2: (laughs) (laughs) That's how I feel about my future. (laughs)
0: Because, like, I mean, it's whatever, right? Like, you can say, like, oh, tomorrow I'm going to do this, but if you don't do it, then you just lie. You know what I mean? It's, like, a weird thing. It's better to just, like, in my opinion, think about the things that... um, are are right in front of your face which is like the time you have now and like the things you're doing right now and it'll it'll all pay off eventually I guess I don't know I mean mean,
2: if it if it doesn't I mean like life is you know everyone has individual journeys and you shouldn't dismiss anybody else's because they're making different choices than you would or whatever and whether mm -hmm. it's off or not you know you still have beautiful moments in your life and you met all these people and you know the payoff is now, I think, because,
0: whoa, that's fucking super cool, sorry,
2: okay, I didn't, I feel that, that. I feel that, like, you know, corny or anything, but it's just kind of like, there's not going to be a moment in anyone's life, and I think Lola's death especially showed me that, like, no matter, Mm. um, what time you are, like, what phase of your life you're in, it's, you know, it's not going to be one big moment, it's just, you know, your entire life as a gist,
1: yeah, wow, wow,
2: that you get to have because if you think about it like not everybody gets to have the same opportunities as you do Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know i don't
0: know dude i'm still i'm getting goosebumps the payoff is now wow that's (laughs) sick oh my god i'm what are you embarrassed no
2: i'm not embarrassed i just don't think that like what i say ever like means anything to anybody because i'm always just mm. talking about random shit <laughs> like, with everybody
0: dude i feel the same way it's not until moments like this if i say yeah. something and someone's like yo you know yeah um it's again one of those things too that i was saying like mm-hmm. making a point to say i love you or making a point that the bigger thing for me is like let me make a point to actually show people how i feel instead of be like Mm, you know and closed off so that's one of those things that's wow that's really cool yeah fuck yeah i believe that i believe in that so much the payoff is definitely now it it sounds like it doesn't make sense yeah it makes so much sense (laughs) it's so cool it's one of those things too where it's like there's this other song i used to listen to all the time and i didn't really understand it until recently um this dude he sings um I don't remember the name of the song, so I'm not even going to say who sings it. But I'll look it up and send it to you later. Okay. But it's like, um, if you're all about the destination, then take a fucking flight. Because we're going nowhere slowly, but we're seeing all the sights. And I was like, that's really cool. That's a cool idea. But that's essentially what you just fucking said, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's why it's so sick, because life is really more about the journey and everybody has the same um everyone has the same destination when you think about it everybody dies
2: and it's not like a morbid thing i don't think i think yeah yeah i think what makes it morbid is this idea that we're truly not living to die but honestly that's what it is and Mm -hmm. i i'm not a i i think that i come out off as morbid in some mm-hmm. sense, when I think my ideas on death and everything, but at the end of the day, you don't even really control when you die. Because as much as somebody will tell you whether you're conscious or not, you know it's okay to go. Your mm-hmm. body is still gonna do naturally.
0: What it's what gonna if, do?
2: Yeah, no, yeah. As much as it can do to keep you alive, whether you want to be alive or not. Yeah. So it's, that's. You know. Yeah.
0: yeah, this is a sick conversation. I'm having fun. And
2: that's
0: <laughs> too. Um. Jeez, yeah. It, thinking about stuff in that way too, actually. Sorry to like go back to the question you asked me. No, it's fine. Um, so like, after I started getting better, I started. I started doing this thing where I would get mad at myself anytime I felt sad, and that's an unhealthy thing. Don't do that. But yeah. Um, because it could become a habit, and then you just become an angry guy or girl or I whatever.
2: Could be an angry guy.
0: You know, and I. <laughs> <laughs> I I slowly moved out of that because it's just like I can't be mad at myself all the time. But um, after I moved out of that, oh, why are you sad? You dumb dumb. <laughs> like after I moved out of talking to myself like that, it became this, which is like uh, the most inspiring words to me right now when I want to like complete a project or write a song or I don't know. Fine. You know, like I want to complete something. I want to make something,
1: right? right?
0: Or get a job or better myself. The most inspiring sentence is, You're going to die. You know?
2: Yeah.
0: It's like, and it sounds fucked up and people might laugh, but it's true. It's like, fuck, dude. It's true. I
2: completely understand because I I feel similarly.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not.
2: Yeah, go ahead.
0: I, I was going to say it's really cool that you feel that way at your age because when I was your age and thought about death, it just made me cry and, like, sit sleep in bed all day instead of, kind of think about it that like way. Like,
2: acknowledging that things don't last forever make things more valuable, at least to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because it's, like, it's kind of a representation of everything. Nothing's going to last forever, no emotion, no anything, and it kind of, for me, keeps me going because it's not like I've never... You know, experienced. You know, lows and highs, and every everyone does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, everyone does, and like you were saying, your most inspiring words is, "I'm gonna die."
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: for me, it's similar because it's like not everything is meant to last forever, and it's just really what you do with your life that's valuable. Right. And what's it's, you know, it's valuable to everybody. It should be valuable to you, and do what yeah. you want to do and whatever.
0: You got a you got a good head on your shoulders, kid. For a young kid. Sorry.
2: the young, the young buck. Yep. (laughs) Thank
0: you. Yeah. No, I really, I really enjoyed this. I enjoyed all, I I enjoy all of our conversations, but this kind of blew my brain out of the water and I don't think I'm (laughs) hung over anymore.
1: Well,
0: that's good. Yeah. Oh, gosh. It took me so long to get over it. I'm sorry that we're doing this. It's like four o'clock. And I told you like three hours ago, like. We'll do it around two <laughs> or something.
2: I'm just, I have nothing to do today. So.
0: Yeah. Um, so I would say this is like a pretty cool point to end it. Um, unless you have any more questions or comments and concerns. And then we can move on to the last thing that I make my guests do.
2: No, it's all good. I think, yeah, I think we've had good conversation.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm definitely going to leave everything in. Cause I know you said at one point, um, if I want to cut something out, I'm not going to. Uh, just want to make that real clear. I could have did that after we. I could have said that after we stopped recording, which I should have. I'll remember that for next time. Maybe
2: you'll take that out.
0: Yeah, maybe I'll take what I just said out. Um, but so the way I end these things, I love ending things this way. I don't remember if I've done it on every episode on the road, and it's kind of making me feel weird. But um, is there anything you want to say to the people? With people listening
2: um let me can I have a moment to think
0: of course I can also take as long as you want because I can cut it so it sounds like you did not even have a moment
2: okay I don't know life's too short to not like like you were saying like to show be transparent and show your feelings and you know be open to loving yourself and other people and accepting how things are I think not a lot of people like thinking about themselves, but I think it's a very important thing to be self-reflective because that's what's going to make you happy, at least in my experience with other people and myself. It's just so nice just how fucking retarded you are. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but man, thank you so much for doing this. That's a really honest sentiment. I'm glad we had like an also very honest conversation. Me too. I'm glad. I'm going to make a point to text you more often.
2: <laughs> it's all good. I love you yeah.
0: I love you, dude. That's, ah, I feel so great. I am I feel like I get teary-eyed every time I say it because, I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because of what I was talking about earlier, but yeah, man. Uh, let me hit the stop recording on this. Okay. And then hold on. <laughs> but thanks again so much.
2: Yeah, of course. Thank you.
0: And that was the episode. Huge thanks to Sarah. Thank you so much for being a part of this podcast. It really does mean a lot to me. And I do really feel like you're a lot smarter than me at 18 than I was at 18. I feel like I phrased that wrong. I feel a little bit like an idiot now. So maybe you're smarter than me at 18 and I am at 28. So, you know, slow, slow up. Slow up. Let me catch up a little bit. Let me get a little book reading in it. Let me get some learning going. All right? You're making me look bad. I also want to thank everyone who's listening. Thank you guys so much. It makes me feel so good. It makes me feel like I'm percolating, like I live inside a coffee mug, or a coffee machine, or a Keurig, or whatever kind of coffee thing you use to make your coffee. French press? Sure. Why not? You make me feel like that. You want to make me feel like that even more, like a Red Bull Monster Rockstar energy drink? You want to do that? Make me feel like I can vibrate on command? So why don't you give me a five-star review on iTunes? something like whoa he's dropping a lot of names is he sponsored by these companies no I'm not I just don't know any other energy drink or coffee machines you could say oh man he's so handsome but he really does like his caffeine and he gets a little weird when he has too much and he has to record these and he starts making weird metaphors but guess what I love him say that and I will love you even more I will feel like I can fly to the moon or run to Australia and that would be great the first man to run to Australia, that's quite a task, but I can do it, but I can only do it if you hook me up with those five-star reviews. If you want to keep up with the podcast on the social media, you can do so on Facebook at facebook.com slash friend. or if you want to check us out on Instagram, that's at Friend on Instagram, or if you want to keep up with me before I become the first man to run to Australia from New York you can do so at not Massbad. that's M-A-S-B-A-D, and that's both on Twitter and Instagram. And anyway, until next time, when I finally get my chance at Brock Lesnar after I win an Elimination Chamber match, I've been Paul Massbad. And next week on Dear Stranger and Friend, I think it gave me a bigger appreciation for what my dad at least went through when he lived in Laos, which is, you know, very similar. Yeah. So it just makes me very grateful for the things that my parents have done before me. and This episode of Dear Stranger and Friend would not be possible without the help of my blanket folding instructor, Max Joel. I finally figured out how to do it, bud. Intro theme music by the band DA Dad. You can find more of their music at dadad.bandcamp.com outro theme music by the band Easy Tigress. You can find more of his music at easytigress.bandcamp.com.